Welcome to the People, Person, Paper Podcast, the show where we are going episode by episode through every episode of the hit NBC sitcom The Office. Hey, my name is Hilton Price. With me every week is Brian Sittler. Believe it or not, I am very happy to be here. I, I am happy to be here, too. We took some time. We did. We took some time to prepare. We had time to take. Because we had to prepare. We had to prepare to ask the important questions. The important questions like, hey, Mr. Scott, what you gonna do? And we fa- and boy, did we find out. It's not make our <laughs> dreams come true. It might be provide lithium batteries. And who's to say that's, you know, who's to say that's not, that doesn't mean anything? I know one person that might have something to say about it. Our guest this week, Jeff Thomas, is back. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. It has been a while. It has been a while. It has been a while. It's been a while. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. been a minute. It was like... As the kids say. As the kids say. And you would know what the kids say, because you, your career, you work with kids. I do. I do. You're in a teaching profession. I am. I must say that yeah, this was not a complete accident. That this, we had this, this Mr. Does, Thomas yeah, on this week. Yeah, was, uh, yeah. I mean, we're, we're happy that you're here. Oh no, now I feel used. Yeah, well, just for my <clears throat> just for your career. Exactly. We, I, I, the, uh, the third teacher we tried to have on. <laughs> no, no, no. Here's the deal: Have you ever? You work with kids. You don't. You don't deal with a lot of like special guests in your classrooms. But no. have you ever had like an outside person let down? your kids and had to kind of clean up that mess for them. No, no, no. no. Can yeah, you no, imagine? Norm- normally everything is just so pre-scripted and pre-done when they come in. It's so... Yeah. Um, I don't know what the... Ungenuine it, when they're saying it. It just feels scripted all the time because that's right. what it is. We're like their 20th school that they've come to to gotcha. say their spiel. Uh, gotcha. But, so the people that you deal with there... And, and I guess that's the difference between a real school presenter and Michael Scott. True. Is exactly. Michael is True. not going off a book. He's not going off of a program. Mm. He's winging it. Uh, he's coming from the heart. Oh, he's it. Uh, he he came way too much from the heart. Yeah, yeah. He should have come a little bit more from the wallet. Um, yeah. this is the yeah. This is number one. One of the number one prime examples of the best intentions that destroy. He says himself destroys people's lives. Yeah, and the innocent people that we can enjoy while cringing. Mm-hmm. But definitely um, have an adverse effect as as cop. But this is it's what I've noticed that that in rewatching this a few times, it's just not as black and white as it feels like the first time you see it. Oh yeah. The first time I, f- I see, it, I'm like, no, I'm like, Pam, this is ter- this is horrible, terrible. Yeah, what you've done ter- is terrible. terrible. And yeah. I couldn't really get much redemption in my mind even after watching it the first time. But. The way they place this episode, it's kind of, I guess in watching this, you kind of realize, okay, this is after shareholders meeting. Mm -hmm. And this is at a time in the country where there is no accountability from anybody, especially people who have a shitload of money. Wow, yeah. Because this is like Great Recession. This is Great Recession. David Wallace is losing his goddamn mind, as we find later on. Everybody's in chaos. Yeah, you know, we just seen the chaos that's happening. And um, it's kind of, it's funny because... In the last one, we see Michael being applauded, and he loves that. He's the bringer of good news, as he says. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he loves it. He has no consequences. In the la- It's all in the head bosses. They're the ones taking the shit. But in this one, he's the one. He's being applauded. He's taking shit. Oh, he's going to take shit. He's going <laughs> to take the worst. But he, he's crying <laughs> in this instance. Yeah. 
Yeah, he, he, he has gone from the hero to the ultimate villain. The ultimate. But the only thing that he can redeem himself is just telling them the truth and saying he's sorry. And I like repeatedly. that he does own it. I mean, Absolutely. that's the amazing yes. thing about it, yes. it is, is we see... Eventually. Think back to, is it season one healthcare that yes. ends with him just standing there? Not saying a word. And they all eventually just kind of grow tired of him and leave. And he never owns up that he did not come up with a healthcare plan for them. No. In this, he stands in front of this room of angry students and, and quickly following their angry right. teachers. Rightly yes. so. And we can only imagine how their parents feel. Oh, yeah. Was yeah. he lucky that they weren't there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, the the calls that Dunder Mifflin must be getting in the, the days storm. after this. Yeah. I, I want to say the one thing that really stood out to me is that he promised these kids, you know, that he'd pay for their tuition when they were in the third grade. Yeah. Do you know what third graders would actually think if you told them you were paying for their college? They what's would, that? They would. They would care less. They yeah. would be like, "What? What's college?" Exactly. They're, 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 <laughs> what's they're that? Barely thinking about. Now, if college. you were going to tell them you were going to buy them Legos, they would go nuts. Mm -hmm. That's, That's a, what he probably should have done. Is just said Legos. If he just would have done Legos, exactly. and honestly, that would have cost him. Let's be honest, about the same amount. <laughs> Legos are so expensive. They are expensive they're actually. really, yes. really expensive. <laughs> Um, yeah, but, but you're totally right. They wouldn't. They yeah. would not have a full grasp. It would be the parents that would exactly. be. They would yeah. be the ones excited about it, bowing down the to him. The parents, and the him. teachers. That uh -huh. Scott's Tots program and identity was probably crafted by the school for several years. There yes. you go. Could be. Yeah, yes. most definitely. And this is based on a, from listening to the office ladies. I believe they do mention that somebody. This was a thing that some businessman did pull off. Who had millions of dollars? Uh, and, and, do he, it. and he did it successfully. And I think okay. it was it was Paul um, Lieberstein who saw it in a newspaper. Okay. And he saw like the guy. He saw the picture of the guy with the kids, yes. and he just immediately thought, of, "Yeah, that's something Michael oh, would dear. do." Uh -huh. But he wouldn't, you know. But he <laughs> wouldn't be. But he would just do it off the cuff because he just assumed he'd be a millionaire. Well, and what an amazing line in the episode where he says, "You know, he was in his twenties, and he thought, <laughs> you know, by his forties, <laughs> yeah, his thirties, thirties, yeah, he'd, 30s, he'd, he'd be, be a millionaire." millionaire. And then definitely by his 40s. But by his 40s, he had less money than his 30s. Yeah, exactly. That's the which is such a which, kicker. Which, which is a kind of a funny, low-key callback to Jan. Yeah. And, and, also, the, and also a low-key callback that he's never had a raise. Yeah, yeah. And so it's really on Dunder Mifflin. Not that he would have gotten the millionaire status. We know this. Yeah. Well, and, but, and, but he, and he was the, the good enough employee who he wouldn't rock the boat. You know, he didn't realize he needed a raise until Daryl pointed it out, you know? <laughs> He just never thought of it. See, his own stupidity is getting him in all this shit mm -hmm. that we just have to listen. We have to hear his mom, Pam, read, uh, <laughs> tell him that you're going to go uh -huh. and you're going to, Aaron's going to make sure you're going to go and tell the truth. And then he storms off. He's like, can this day get any worse or something? <laughs> like, he's just... And it can, but only if you're Jim, because <laughs> Jim has quite the adventure as well. Jim, Jim, Jim. <laughs> this is one of my, this originally was one of my least favorite B-plots because it really tacks on the whole, like, Jesus, Jim, are you paying any attention at all? Yeah, yeah. and it, it, not, not everybody's the biggest fan of the diabolical plot. Yeah. Although this is actually, I think, the furthest reaching where it kind of actually semi-works. That's what I say. This is one of Dwight's little schemes that he, actually yeah. paid off and yeah. it he's actually his, worked. He's at his most devious and his little cut-ins mind. You know, like... Yep, his my idea. Sinister, you know. He's, he's, and I almost believe it, even though it's nonsense. 
But I do like the fact that he he kind of thinks this one out. This isn't him and Andy being just over the top and ridiculous. No. Which we've seen a lot this season. This was the better version of that. Yeah. He actually... This is actually crafty. There's stuff going on behind the scenes that we're not even privy to. It's 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 well done. And he lays it out that he'll be fired. Like, he's yeah. going to get a call yeah. from Dave Wallace. He will be fired. And you're like... Oh, what the? And first time I'm watching this through, I I was a gym guy. Yeah, totally. Exactly. So yeah. I like it, it kind of raised the stakes. Like, sure. yeah. And on rewatches, I'm just like, okay. Oh, I'm but more when, of a Dwight guy. Now. When he calls the home office and is doing the impressions <laughs> oh, of uh, Stanley, and this is Toby <laughs> Flenderson. <laughs> this is the main point of the B plot. It's to get us to this point. Oh. So, so we can hear Jim Halpert is a menace. <laughs> and his good. Kevin, just that he can get to the end and say, pay him. Pay him. Because <laughs> he's giving money I'm to pay mad. him. <laughs> oh, so it's good. beautiful. And, and I, I, I got, this well, is Kevin Malone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can I say, standout Kevin episode. That's yeah. what nobody oh. ever talks about in this. Oh, yeah. How many great moments he has. And we get his backstory, just a little bit tidbit. Yeah, we do get a little bit of like of Michael explaining how he found <laughs> oh, Kevin. Yeah, right. And made <laughs> Angela's life a living hell. Uh, made everyone's life a living Essentially. hell. Essentially. You know, thanks to numbers like Kalevin. <laughs> oh, the downfall. He came in for a job for <laughs> the, the warehouse. warehouse. Mm-hmm. But Michael just had a feeling about him. <laughs> yeah. Like he has a feeling about Aaron. <laughs> the feeling, uh, it's a red flag, Michael. <laughs> that, that feeling is a warning. <laughs> <laughs> but he had some feeling. He wasn't sure. That's right. that, maybe not a good one. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Maybe he had a feeling. Gotta watch out for those feelings. <laughs> God damn. And highlight, um, you know, I'm not the biggest dumb, the fan of Dumber Kevin, mm-hmm. but yeah. the delayed hay. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's a great <laughs> bit. When Dwight's going around collecting the money, and he's like, "Hey, hey, bu- hey buddy," <laughs> and then he starts to talk. He's like, "Hey," yeah, and Dwight stops. <laughs> <"Hey."> Just restarts because <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. it is a, at least two seconds. Yeah, I can't. Oh, yeah. it. Like, <laughs> hey, hey, Jim said that. <laughs> Jim said that. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were doing a very good job. Jim said that. Oh, yeah, right, right. This is part of the financial. And I, I, I certainly, you kind of, I lose the plot at least in some of because this shit's so funny to me. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he actually makes it an incentive, he, he, he has like a cash prize. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he, there's that weird scene when he's saying like to Jim, like, and there should be a cash prize. And he's like, well, in a perfect world. And then Dwight just it goes, is. in a perfect world, I'd have. All ten fingers on my left hand, <laughs> yeah. so my right, I could use my right fist for punching. <laughs> <laughs> but and then at the same time, it's kind of brilliant because he's, he's he throws him off though. He's like, distracting Jim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's while, like, well, he's yeah. Go ahead. While he's still saying like, oh, well, I guess I'll just make a perfect world for Jim. <laughs> Get that money collected. <laughs> and Jim. You said Just, you said there should be a cash prize. I said in a perfect world. <laughs> and by the way, I like the fact that in, at the end, the cash prize is a total of a thousand dollars. Oh yeah. Somehow. Where? Did Even though everybody's only putting twenty bucks into exactly. it. That guy, huge. Somebody made it up. <laughs> did, yeah, they did, did. Did we get the um, the Bernards to contribute? Like, <laughs> Absolutely. What happened there? Well, it was his idea. Yeah, that's there true. There you go. So. Right. Dw- Dwight's idea. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that's that's um it's amazing because once they it's actually a nice seed planted. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's a great seed and the whole thing is that. It's mm. seeds. It's little bits here that that crafts 
a good conflict between Dwight and Jim. And it's well thought out. And it's where the hell have these writers been all season? I just don't understand how it took, you know, what, 11 episodes into season six to get a devious plan. And then at the is the end of this one where Ryan yeah. sits down with Dwight? Yeah, 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 yeah. Which undercuts any like semi drama I could conjure in my head when the guy has a pay a, a front page that says diabolical <laughs> plan. Uh-huh. Dwight K. Shrew. Whatever. It's funny. I don't know. They give Ryan something to do. Find something for Ryan to do. But they're going to waste it because this this little oh, yeah, yeah, seed yeah. goes nowhere. <laughs> it goes nowhere. They're stretching shit out. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, there's still... It's still not... It still ain't earlier seasons. You know, they, they, they're not back to that level of plot telling. Or, or like, I don't know, strength in... I don't know. Well, they're they're giving us Stories. cliffhangers. They're giving us drama. They're giving us yeah. sitcom endings. It's still it's way more than enough. Oh yeah. And, well, and it's I mean the shark, the shark is behind us. Oh, it, the, it, the shark is in another. <laughs> he's in another body of water. We have moved on to the pool after cooling off in the ocean. We have the shark. The shark has some of our meat still in its mouth. It, that sounded bad. But, but speaking of Ryan, though, uh, this was directed by B.J. Novak. Oh, that's right. Okay. Was, yes. uh, so that's was... why. He's like, let's do something with me at the end. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be in this episode. <laughs> that's true. We've seen that in other, we've seen that in other series that, yeah. that, that, that'll happen. They randomly show. I think that was in The Sopranos. Oh, yeah? Uh, way long ago. But uh, like, um, what was his name? Christopher? Yeah. That guy directed an episode, and then he showed up out of nowhere. <laughs> like a funeral, of course. This is Sopranos. But. Um, I want to read you a little bit of the news article uh, of when Michael Scott uh, made his oh. pledge to those young yes. third graders. Yeah, We're going to set the scene right now so some of you can understand how this happens. He wrote, quote, I've fallen in love with these cherubs, and I don't <laughs> want them to become victims of the system, Scott said. I told them if they graduated high school, I would pay for their college educations. Scott's tots may have been a program started impulsively, but Scott doesn't regret it. Just seeing the sunshine spurting out of the kids and parents' faces, he said, is enough for me to keep the program going for years. I bet if colleges saw that, they'd let him in for free. Hmm, maybe I should make some phone calls. <laughs> yeah, Michael, you should have. Sh- should have made a few phone calls. I will say, um, <clears throat> not in his defense at all, really, but... They've canceled seven times. That's right. And you work for a school. Uh Um, I think that that administration should have, and he's talking about intuition later on. Uh This made me think of intuition. They should have had the intuition. This guy does not have the money. (laughs) But then again, he's played the long game for 10 years. So... You know they've been they're they're in it to win they it. I guess they dedicated a room to him. So oh, he's famous by the way. <laughs> yeah, which is low key my fucking favorite line in this whole episode because <laughs> mm-hmm. Aaron is adorable. <laughs> oh, poor Aaron, Aaron by the way, who just gets like it's like a it's like a she's just continually shit on the whole time. Oh, she is. Oh, yeah. and and is like the loyalist soldier because she has no. Uh, Confidence. Well, what we've learned through the deleted scenes of season six is how there was really plans to make her shat on a lot more this season and to really make her earn it. And I think that really would have had the moments where Michael and her connect this episode might have even had a stronger resonance if we would have had several episodes with him kind of being shitty to her. Yeah. But 
either way, this still works. We still see the blossoming kind of father-daughter relationship between Michael and Aaron taking shape, and we don't really have to deal with the kind of abusive nature of some of those deleted yeah, scenes. Yeah, but we don't True. see that till the end of the episode. Because it's at the beginning that he asked Pam to go with That's him, true. And he that kind of... Yeah, and you can tell that that really hurts Aaron's feelings that, you know, she's like, well, I can rewrite the... Yeah, the itinerary. itinerary. Yeah. And, yeah. And Pam's like, no, 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 no. You're you going should with go. them. Yeah. yeah. No, and I like that too because it does still kind of set up the... The value of the end. Yeah, yeah, mm. exactly. I, I, it's, it's it's true because at the beginning he's making her delete his emails. He won't even do it himself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. and he wants to keep his wait. He wants to keep <laughs> his <delivered>. notifications. <laughs> <laughs> his messages were received. Yeah, and his sent folder. That's why you have a sent folder. Keep, <laughs> keep, keep the the. Uh, the nip slip. Yeah, oh, oh. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't Must know. be hackers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which that is so great. The idea that hackers would would want to do that to him. That that he just thinks that hackers are out there to just mess with your day. Absolutely. You, and you know what's funny is he's like, I don't know how they got there, and. Aaron starts to say something. He's like, must be hackers. Yeah. <laughs> so she's, she's got the I answer. Don't, I don't know what that is. Clearly you signed up for it, <laughs> yeah, Michael. Exactly. <laughs> well, him, you know, really we, we, we know we know he doesn't treat his, his computer well with the porn. And, you know, when he finds out about Sprinkles dying, he just kind of <laughs> randomly mentions that. So. Him and Pam, who, uh, you know, had the sex tape uh uh, she she also had her computer. That's true. You know, they, this was a thing in the early aughts, I guess. People didn't give a shit. They or at least are Thunder Mifflin. they are pervy, uh, Jim and Pam. <laughs> yes, they, they are, are. pervy folks. Uh, they got them prurient interests. <laughs> I um I like that Michael wants to win the Employee of the Month competition, <laughs> yeah. uh, but he can't because he is not a he's not an employee. Look bad. Yeah, <laughs> but but he's. No, he, he he delineates from being a manager, saying that he's a co he's actually a co manager. Yeah. So that that should quite and he does he does very little, but he cares about this company. I love that he is always willing to give up managerial uh, whenever it could benefit him. Absolutely. In a heartbeat. It's sort of a little callback to uh, Hot Girl. Um, yeah. The first one when he when he when he just takes the, he actually ma- he takes the prize and makes coffee with it. Yep. But he asked Janet to start like, well, would a employee who's been there a long time, so they become manager, be eligible? And, yeah, right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because this, he said, uh, yeah, Jim says it would look bad. But he's like, it would look great on my mantle. <laughs> That's a good line. But he's like in the chair of despair because the shit is, it's finally hit him. After, has it really been 10 years? Absolutely. <laughs> Stanley. <laughs> I said, Stanley's just cracking up. Stanley's out. pleasure from this is in itself such a reward for this episode. <sighs> and they take the black guy who <laughs>, laughs at the unprivileged black kids. <laughs> Does I mean, not care. <laughs> well, and I guess, you know, I mean, obviously. He, well, he, he's, he's more, mocking he, this white savior yeah, bullshit. He's more exactly. he's more reveling in Michael's misfor- dis- right? misfortune, yeah. honestly. <laughs> and that oh, and apparently Michael Scott has a foundation, the Michael Scott Foundation. Yeah. <laughs> and somehow Phyllis didn't know about Scott's tots, but Stanley does. does. So I guess Stanley Stanley's been he there. He started longer. he's been there longer yeah. than ten years. Um that explains why he's so damn sick of Michael. He's probably been there one of the longest. <laughs> oh, Back to the gym uh, situation um, and the point when they actually get to him uh, announcing the winner, yeah. employee of the month, which is oh, a yeah, qu- yeah. really quick thing. Because uh-huh. 
and this is the this is the part of the episode that I just have to sort of forget is that Dwight came up with the scoring system. Yeah. And there's no way in fuck that Jim yeah. would not immediately say, "Wait, you gave me this." Yeah. And but he's covered his tracks mostly good, so they just kind of have to go with it. That's fine. I think that's I, I think we're meant to believe that Dwight has made everything so complicated yeah. that little details like where the scoring system came from kind of get lost in the shuffle. Because right. I think that's kind of the idea is that this is meant to be like a bobulating. It's like an Ocean's Eleven style plan, <laughs> you know, with multiple yeah, people having yes. multiple yeah. roles. We, and, got, we got multiple. We got we got the attack with the cake coming over here. Yeah, like even to the, down to the point that the cake gets ordered and it Jim's, shows up perfectly on yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Jim's not privy because he didn't order it you know right and that's after that pam gets named and because obviously jim up. gives it the, yeah. the runner <laughs> yeah and, and jim's on the cake with the it could only be, be you, you. <laughs> and everyone in the office just goes like village mob on them they're like this is an outrage like <laughs> i love the idea that they, they think that jim literally called the cake place was like and put my face on it <laughs> He knew about it. It's, it's as ridiculous as some of the other plant plots that we have totally bashed this season. But there's something so ridiculous about it that kind of endearing. They pull it off. Yeah. They pull it off. Because yeah. you, got, you got Kevin throwing just a million miles an hour right now. And they were like, he, Jim's Jim's the one who's stuttering. Yeah. And he's uh, he's 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 the one who's dumb. And Kevin's like, mm, what not? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? How come not? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just making fun of him right there. It's so perfect. It's um, but but I mean, it's good incompetent Jim. Yeah, Cause we, uh, J- yes, because we've had bad. We've had the stuff that you know we're not such a fan of. He just looks too incompetent. Well, and it's, it's for some reason this walks the line enough, and it's funny enough, and it's a quality enough storyline that yeah. we they get away with it. They do. They, they get away with it. They do because we got Pam. You know who's you know. Somewhat justifying it, uh-huh. yeah. And we find out that she's increased her sales from two to four. <laughs> yep, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Making one of the best gifts ever. Jenna Fisher uh, confirmed on Office Ladies that she does use that gift does every now really? and then because yeah. she loves it so much. Nice. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Which I was like, that's perfect. You yeah. Have every right to do that, <laughs> right? As she should. As you should. That's like the the Dwight. Uh, it's true. You know. Yeah, like, it's true. It's true. That's yep. another one that's good. Or yep. the or the the Andy nailed it. Yeah, you know. Yep, yep. There's a couple that are just that damn good. That it never you know? never gets old. Is it uh is it Michael with the with the toasting glass? You know, like the, yeah, I, yes. I see that one for Cheers all yeah. the time. Or uh, screaming no. Yeah. Oh yeah. Of course, the screaming no. Yeah. In multiple links. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Depending on how long you. Yeah, how long do you want uh-huh. it? How much you want to emphasize that no? Uh-huh. Yeah. Is it worth it? <laughs> funny that a, like a that's what she said is not like a big gif you know it, it's it's these little moments yeah know? well there's just so much more exactly yeah i mean yeah. if you throw a that's what she, i mean yeah i don't know that seems like such a quaint thing to do now yeah i don't know because but that's still, true it can still work though certain certain sure. ways I, uh, there's a great 30 rock line where where someone says that's what she said and uh Tina Fey immediately starts going, uh, um, oh, God, what's Michael's uh, name? She goes, Steve Carell owns that. He, he, he owns that. <laughs> Which, of course, that's what she said was out before The Office. But, that's No, yes. But, but he th- has kind of claimed it. Yeah. That reminds me of the, of, um, the coup where, where Dwight tries to use it. He's like, no, don't, don't you dare. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, you know, like, he did own that. Yep. 
I will say Wayne's World. That's where they first, I first saw it. Yeah, whatever. Wayne's World. Yeah, good point. Yeah, <laughs> that's what she said. Uh, it was. Um, yeah, I love how uh, even the teachers, you know, the, oh, yeah. for 10 years now, there has not been any doubt that this was going to happen. <laughs> He's been involved in their life. He came to like eighth grade graduation. He mentions that. Yep. He was um, like where the girl played saxophone. Oh, he knew yeah, about Michaela's yeah. saxophone. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah, he's he kept up with their lives. Like, wow, you didn't hear it. That's like, yeah, he's being, he's being uh, mean girl mean to Aaron. Uh, you didn't even like, hear it. Wow, you didn't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like... it's so weird how like he's like, because he's not like, I don't feel like he's malicious in those moments, but he's so like a stickler for the rules. Yeah. Like, like he just, you, know, you were not there. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, he's loyal to Pam. He really wants Pam, other than, you know. That's true. That's right. And he's like, I miss Pam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He has that weird little, I don't know. Well, and that's why that, the thing. end, that's why that moment's kind of so endearing, because mm-hmm. when she's kind of. That's really she good. She takes point. him out of his little slump of whatever. Yeah. And we'll get to that yeah. later, whatever. Yeah. But he looks at her and yeah. he's like, You're doing a really good job. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and that's yeah. when it's like, she's yeah. like, Oh, really? yeah. Yeah, that's so, true. Yeah, because she she finally kind of helps him in the way that Pam would help him. She, yeah, you know? exactly. Where, where she mm-hmm. explains that a lot of these kids graduated at all right, yeah. because yeah. of the hope he gave them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, it was like I read on one of the the this comments from a reviewer. It's like they were both in some kind of denial. Like they both deceived each other, or they were both doing things on false assumptions, presumptions. Yeah. Uh huh. But like, it, it did have a it did have a positive effect. Yes. Yeah. Even yeah, like sure. the worst thing, terrible thing, can have a somewhat positive uh-huh. effect. Yeah. So ninety yeah. percent of the the students uh-huh. were like on they were going to graduate, and you know, that's and a, yeah. And as you said, that's something to think about. Yeah. You yeah. know, the Aaron said so. Yeah, she does play that. She does yeah. do that Pam thing. She, uh-huh. she kind of yeah. When and he and now he has the confidence, like, oh yeah, there is something to this girl, and yeah. she yeah. can help me out and. And I can stop being a dick to her for <laughs> no right. reason. Yeah, you know she earned it. Yeah, and she plays along the whole time. She doesn't say anything when they like. She's during. She's getting into the the, the dance that the kids do, and like even though she knows what's happening, she's just sort of in the moment. Yeah, and she knows what he's gonna have to do. But <laughs> well, and that plays to to the naivety they write Erin with. That's true, which, and it still she, works. She does. Yeah. She doesn't really think beyond the moment. She just no. kind of gets and enjoys what she's doing, and and. Yeah. She's happy to be there. And it, She's it, just happy to be there. And it's one reason why I'm really glad that they didn't just spend... And I guess with the Supercut episodes working in a lot of those deleted scenes... Did you watch that? No, I okay, haven't. Okay, I had neither. But oh, I did. You watched Supercut? For this one? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Any, um, and anything you think they should have kept in? or? Um, no, there's a couple of good lines and all that, but mm-hmm. like the saxophone girl, I guess she's uh, she writes for the paper, so she does a little interview oh, with them. Yeah, okay. there was so, a deleted scene with that yeah. too, yeah. Um, but nothing <laughs> I recall that really, oh, that, that should have stayed. Right. But I like the, um, you know, the idea that uh, they, they, they didn't shit on Aaron as much this season as they originally planned to. Yeah. Because I really think that one of the things that we get to really appreciate about Aaron is that kind of naive positivity, that naive optimism, that mm-hmm. naive hopefulness. And I really think it kind of adds a sense of she's not as believable a character, mm-hmm. but it, it adds a sense of light and silliness to the office that it kind of needs. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. And, and a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Especially as we really, as we get into episodes like this that are just kind of the worst of Michael Scott, <laughs> you know? I think... 
And I think with Pam transitioning to a different character, we I think it was sort of an anchor back on we needed a, a some funny antics, some good antics for Michael at reception. Yeah, and other and other characters too. Well, and it leads to in stuff a di- like in a different way, but still funny. Yeah, well, and it leads to like the beginning of the episode where you've got the 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 email deleting scene. Um. Maybe first season Pam, you could have done that when she wasn't as rounded a character, mm-hmm. but she would have s- spoken up about some of this yeah, stuff exactly. in a way that Aaron's naivety won't. Yeah, no. you know, so so it, it kind of gives us a chance to hit the reset button on the Michael reception relationship, which I think was important. It was. And we'll see that uh, later on when he has like two buckets for like, uh, she has like party things and yeah, for depression things. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and that's sort of a scene that they can get off. And like you're saying with Pam, like that could not, that would never have played the same way. Exactly. But she's into it. She's here for it. And she knows how serious it is. And she, you know, she goes with it. Where Michael's so. silly. She will, she takes my silly Michael seriously. Yeah. Yes. You know, which is, is, is kind of the way he expects to be taken mm-hmm. in those moments, you know, mm-hmm. you know, like, like the old, um, I, I don't, I think we've already missed it this, this season, but the, um, uh, the, the, what is it? The, 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 when she's working on his schedule and mm-hmm. there's like time for, there's creative time <laughs> yes. and creative yes. play yeah. and, and, and free thinking. It's like, we'll move free thinking to tomorrow. You know, he says he's asinine things seriously and he needs someone who'll play along. Absolutely. And Pam has graduated past that, but Aaron yes. hasn't. No. So, which is why I'm so glad we have Ellie Kemper in this role. Um, so, uh, so for, glad for now. And, um, just for, my next left turn, uh, yes. because yeah, this, yeah, yeah. This, this this quote cannot be not said, um, because back at the back at the office, um, things have got things have really fallen apart, and Creed really just chimes in with the one liner <laughs> of all time. I'm beginning to think Pam's not even pregnant. pregnant. That's right, <laughs> guys. <laughs> guys, gray color from Creed. That's and, right. And as she, Jenna Fisher just steps right. For the record, I am I'm pregnant. pregnant. And I gotta She's say, showing by the way, <laughs> but but really offers no legitimate proof. True, know? just 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 it really that could be the it is a baby bump that is made that is not authentic. It so. is it is a he said <laughs> she with child said. <laughs> but Creed's all about the chaos. Yeah, so it's 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 uh, it works. Yes, it's a great line. And for a guy that doesn't have a ton to do this episode, it's a nice way to make his mark. It really is. They really they drop that Creed bomb. It's like it's almost like music. Mm-hmm. Just need that one little moment. Boom. <laughs> and boy, <laughs> do they fucking hit it. <laughs> oh, lurk much? That was... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. She excla- Yeah. What if I, he's he's trying to, to explain to Jim? What if I told you that I did something horrible? What like murder? What if, like wor- murder? He's like, no, worse. And she's like. <gasps> <laughs> When Michael's at the podium and he's talking about yeah. all the types of dreams people have, yes. good dreams, bad dreams, wet dreams, yeah. and, and Aaron's eyes just get so big. <laughs> Did he just say that? I need to go back and watch oh, that. I, I missed that one. So funny. That's so good. Um, just oh, the, <laughs> go ahead. Oh no, God, please. No, I was just saying we we've been talking about these disturbing, horrible things, and we neglected to talk about one of the more disturbing things, which is the opening of this episode. <laughs> yeah, well, and it's such a great one too because it's it's so good. At, oh, the- <laughs> you see, Michael actually disciplining, <laughs> wanting to discipline Andy for the baby voice. <laughs> But then Andy caters to Michael's ego, throws oh. the whole damn thing off by pl- talking about his Elvis no, voice. Yeah, he does like, what well, people are saying. People are saying. He's like, I don't, oh, no, just people. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> and it's the thing like what disturbs Michael the most is that he thinks it's not the creepiness, it's just the fact that people think he hires babies he's and he's, right. like, <laughs> he's got a reputation. Obviously, you know, he wants people to know he hires adults. Yeah, this is <laughs> And he given no thought to how would you how would you hire a baby? <laughs> no child labor law, sir. No, but what part of the application process could they get through? I mean, the the part where you, after you upload your resume, you have to fill out the resume questions <laughs> the on the form. Alone. That I I'm already sure. see that being a hurdle for yeah. them. Big or small, he thinks their babies can be all. Do they even have their resume in PDF format? I just, I wonder. I wonder. This is just bringing more questions. More questions. More questions. Uh, the the fuddy wuddy, um, or him like, do I sometimes replace <laughs> with, ours, ours with, with, with W's? W's? <laughs> They're really like pumping do up. I sometimes Ed. repeat the same question. Yeah, or something like that. I uh, also, yeah. Michael's Elvis voice is. Mediocre yeah, at, yeah, best. at best. Best, at, yeah, not great. No, not great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, the, uh, he messes up the main. You know, though. You know, thank you a lot. Yeah, thank you a lot. <laughs> yeah, thank you, thank you a lot. And I will say that the end of it just sort of ends. It was just sort of. Eh. Yeah, it's a weird one. <laughs> it's a weird one. It, it's the one. kind of open where the where the writers are like, you know what? Does it really matter? <laughs> Does it? We have twenty-two minutes of fucking insanity lined up. Does it really even matter? <laughs> yeah. Okay. What's the? Uh, yeah. What's the opener that doesn't really matter at all? Yeah. All right. That one. That's what we're it's, using. It's what we yeah. get them to the intro. Yeah. And then, and then, where are we going? Where, where are we going? An inner city school to let children down? Okay. Okay. Perfect. Okay. God damn. We'll let you off easy this time. <laughs> oh, Doctor Tuna, MD. <laughs> <laughs> and Jim's confusion, which is rightfully, rightfully so, if he's the doctor or the patient. Yeah. <laughs> See, like they have Slacker Jim or Slacker Boss Jim. Uh-huh. He does well early on with no. with this. Like he's good at like kind of sort of say, okay, I don't know, uh, yeah, whatever. Like it's kind of his old self. And then when he has to take responsibility or think on his feet, yeah, yeah, that's usually how, yeah. And that's been a reoccurring thing. <laughs> yeah, it happens. You know what? I th- um, <clears throat> as cringy as this episode is, and it's very, very cringy. Mm. It's one of the few times we actually see Michael Scott cringe himself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You it's actually true. see it on his you face, and it just yeah. Oh god! He, he can't. He he closes his eyes when he gives the thumbs up because he can't. <laughs> yeah. He can't, can't look. look exactly. And then, as soon as the guy talks about being, he wants to be him next Obama. Yeah, oh, that's when the waterworks just, just take over. <laughs> as he's like, I can't. So, oh. <laughs> he thinks he can make it through, but the bell doesn't save him because it's a double the, period. That's the, the bell rings. <laughs> You're gonna make me thinks, say it. He thinks for a second. He's like, yeah. do, do we need to go? Yeah. And he's like, no, it's a double period. <laughs> Okay, you're gonna make. Okay, <laughs> anyone have interest? Anyone know what's coming? He's just, coming. Uh, last he, save, maybe. So he's literally hoping that someone will stand up and go, "You don't have any money for us." Like that's gonna make it better. I know. <laughs> he does get a laugh. There, he does get one laugh that he says like, and he's joking like, "I can't pay for your education." Oh, yeah, and the, and the main and kind of come to my main point. <laughs> the the way that he is forced to kind of sit through the presentation, uh, those cringy moments that you mentioned, Jeff. Uh-huh. 
to us, after six and a half seasons or five and a half seasons of this, there's a bit of a payoff for us as the viewer. Because, I mean, he still gets away with it at the end. You know, him and, uh-huh. him and Aaron are still trying to make the best of his bad situation. Um, he pays for books. He, yeah, he bought books for one, one student. Guy. One student, yeah, yeah. exactly. But he'll need to move money around. Yeah, exactly. He's got to call first, <laughs> uh, which at least he does that. You know, there is that. And, and, but we do at least get to see him face the music, which there's kind of been an element, you know, after five plus seasons of this where we've needed it. We've needed at least a little bit of Michael kind of being told to his face, nah, man, you fucked, fucked up. up. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's a good check. Yeah. He needs a check on this world. Yeah. And, and in the previous episode, he kind of he got away with his shenanigans, and they ran out in the limo and took off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, here he actually has to pay, even though he's done way, 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 way worse things. And I'm I'm so much happier that it is to the community, that it's to these kids, uh-huh. these teens, you know, mm-hmm. um, than it is to his work, his boss. You know, I don't. In the end, yeah, Michael yeah. fucks up at work a lot, but yeah. I, don't, I don't. I don't care about Dunder Mifflin. Right. You know, I'm not no. a company man. No. You know. No. 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 But I. But I do like that if he had to face the music on something, that it was to kids, kids. it was mm-hmm. to teachers, it was to the real world people the who cherubs. we have seen as the straight man, the cherubs, the young cherubs. <laughs> uh, he loves them. He fell in love with those cherubs. If, to to pay it to the real people who we've kind of seen impacted by Dunder Mifflin along the way, sure. whether they're the hot girl uh, selling handbags mm-hmm. or the riverboat captain mm-hmm. uh, who could marry Jim and Pam there if they wanted, <laughs> or the, the woman, the build, yeah, the woman, the right. woman whose uh, invitations went out on that Dunder Mifflin paper with that offensive <laughs> watermark. Uh, that's right. You know, that ungrateful biatch. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we we finally get to see some of these real people yes. facing off against Michael Scott, saying, "No, you fucked up." Yes. And we still get it's still a sitcom. We still get Michael safe and and singing along to the dumb yeah. song at the end. Which honestly, I thought was a little bit too far. I mean, I, I think I could have done without that. It's fine if they want to have that more cathartic moment. Uh huh. But I, it just felt like a little bit like he should have just been like, "I think you're doing a great job." I think. And then just whatever happens before they start singing, cut it. Uh-huh. It's almost like it's me. mocking the kids. Well, it's yeah. almost like, okay, everything's good again. I'm, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Know. you still got like 19 out of 20 kids who don't have to have <laughs> exactly. college paid for. Maybe it's just he's just that oblivious. Also, he can just move on. they're seniors. It's, is it spring? Let's double check when this came out. It's um, um I, I got it pulled up. Hang on here. Uh, it, no, okay, it's December. So they still got one semester. Um. Because they got to get those uh, scholarship applications <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. in. If they want financial <laughs> aid, they may be behind the eight ball. True. At they, least, yeah. A lot of these kids may have to take a semester off, um, unfortunately. Yeah, good for them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they've earned it, I would, really. I would have loved that. Michael better give them a paid internship, <laughs> for <Right>. real. <laughs> <laughs> or he, he pull some strings, get Thunder Mifflin to just sort of come in and rescue, you know, some good PR for them. Honestly, After a bumbling manager, you know. There 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 is. If if Michael would have the wherewithal to kind of be aggressive about this, there are some ways you could have saved this. Yeah. But but you know I wish uh, I could have seen Jan's reaction. Oh yeah. <laughs> One of the um <clears throat> more endearing Aaron moments mm-hmm. is when they're leaving the school and uh the student comes out of the building. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um she looks at Michael like should I do something? <laughs> and he, he kind of gives her a nod, like it's okay. Yeah, and it's then, right. like, but it's just so funny. Yeah, <laughs> she's, she's like she's his muscle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it reminds me. Have you guys? Did you of you watch Book of Boba Fett? 
Yeah, oh, like yeah, the yeah, first yeah. episode. Okay. Yeah. The the two Gamorian guards that okay. he gets is kind of like his muscle. Yes. Kind of reminds like if Aaron's one of them. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> Which I gotta say, I'm two episodes in that. I know that's not what our show's about, but no, no. probably because it got such bad reviews. Mm. But I two it. episodes in, I'm kind of enjoying yeah, it. Yeah, I I'm good. It. I didn't love it, but I liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. I, and I heard it's like it's not it's not as good as the Mandalorian. No, no. but it doesn't but have to be necessarily. The, no. so. You said you watched the. First episode, I, like first, first, first. Second one or episode two. had some fun. Yeah, I didn't yeah. Know. Anyway, they've only did one season of that, right? Yeah, just yeah, the okay. one because it got such bad reviews. Who even knows if it'll get another? Right. Okay. So they're so that's a thing. They're not definitely automatically doing a season two. Not no, that I'm aware. Right. no, no, not that I'm aware. Yeah. They did uh, nine seasons of The Office though, and uh, here midway through season <sighs> six, still loving it. This is, you know, season six has, has changed a lot. It's a uh, crossroads. In not only just as we've gone through it, I feel it's gotten a lot stronger as it's gone on. Um, but it really has kind of opened my eyes to really where some of the writing has struggled and some of the characters have been have left been left wanting. Um, and but this episode fires yeah. on, on all cylinders. And, and props to the Vance Refrigeration guys. Those two guys they wrote this episode. Oh, oh yeah, Gene really? Stepnitsky, Lee Eisenberg, Lee Eisenberg and Gene Stepnitsky. Okay. Oh, yep. Those are the two Vance Refrigeration guys. Yeah, they're the ones who find the joint. Oh, that's no, no, great. no. They didn't find the joint. Actually, that was a deleted scene. Spoilers alert. <laughs> um, in a deleted scene, we find out they're the ones who threw the joint. Okay. Outside, in the parking lot. Oh, okay. Yeah. That Dwight finds and makes a crime scene of. <laughs> yeah, they are. They are Leo and Gino. Uh, oh, and that's very funny. Yes. Gene plays yes. Leo and Lee plays Gino. Gino. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's very funny. Oh, oh yeah, we, yeah. We haven't seen them since uh, uh, disco uh, cafe disco. Okay. Yeah. When they're like girls. Girls. What are you yeah. girls, man? Yeah. Girls. Yeah. Um, so kudos, y'all guys. You you uh, you towed that line. Just enough. Oh yeah, I like that. They're that that, that they do a great job as those two guys. And they usually have pretty strong episodes, if yeah. I remember. Like, yeah, they're, they're kind of all stars at this by this point. Yeah, let me let me pull up Lee real quick. Oh yeah, you're talking about the fight, the secret, Michael's birthday, the convention, traveling salesman, the return, yeah. women's oh, appreciation, wow. yeah. dinner party. Ooh, oh yes, oh, they got like party. the two top cringiest episodes yeah, in the whole series. <laughs> I love both of them. That's yeah. great. So these guys, they really understand that <laughs> that awkwardness of, of of making us kind of stew in the weirdness of the characters. Yeah, yeah, they're really they they really bring. Um, they would have thrived on the English show. Yeah, like yeah. They could have taken it who knows where. We'll see them teamed up again for the cover-up at the end of season six. So oh, glad wow. to see that. That's, that's another what's, solid episode. What's, what's your, what do you think is more cringy, uh, uh, Dinner Party or this? Oh, I don't know. Uh, probably this one, actually. Yeah, I, I think so. I think I still think I that. mean, Dinner yeah. Party it's just, is it's more just hilarity. awkward, yeah. more, but this one's so cringe. You're just... Yeah. You, the you end, feel bad. For, like, for most of the episode, you're just waiting for that other shoe to drop. Yeah. You're just yeah. like, oh, it's going to happen soon. <laughs> yeah, it looks like the cover-up will be their last episode uh, right wow. for the show. So that's interesting. So they didn't... Not to be on season six. No. They probably went on other shows. Yeah. I'll bet you they wrote for Parks and Rec. Probably. Maybe. Absolutely. Man. Anything else on this episode we need to touch on? Mm, think I think I think I touched on everything. Yeah. There's a lot, uh, and we have hit a lot, and we will probably hit moments, you know, going forward, just like we have looked ahead to this show uh, for so long in the uh, the five plus years that we've been doing the podcast. Mm. Uh, this is definitely one of those episodes that leaves a mark on people. It does, it does, and it's a it, 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 it's 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 well beyond. If, if you watch this once. And you're listening, and you're like, I'm not. I wasn't really a fan. Give it another chance. Yeah, give it Definitely. two more chances. Oh, for sure. Because it really, there really is depth to it that you know beyond just the utter the shock and awe of the they first time you watch it. Out of the rewatches, this is one of the ones that's probably skipped the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like that's. 
Unfortunate. There a lot is, of people yeah. online skip it. Uh, There's a Reddit page, isn't it, that's dedicated to this episode, and yeah. it's like people who, something like people who can't watch Scott's Tots. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's literally a Reddit page that's dedicated. That's to awesome. It. Which, you know, I mean, there, there's issues of, of, of race and, and, and the white savior complex that I think add extra layers of Uncom- cringe onto oh, yeah. this. Uh, just, it's a, you know? it's a per- if you don't want to be uncomfortable, you don't want to watch it. Exactly. That's the, that's the primal feeling. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's how I felt. Just like Dinner Party really plays into the issues with couples and, and, and witnessing a couple having yeah. a, a difficulties, uh-huh. which if I, anyone's I, ever been... A very awkward thing. It, yes. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it's it's these these really prey on kind of ideas that most of us can can relate to in some form or another or are familiar with in some form or another. And I think that's why they have such universal reaction and why these two are two of the strongest episodes when it comes to that cringe factor on The Office. Because there's other episodes that are just as cringy, yeah. you know? Um, yeah. uh, what's the one with Mr. 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 Black? Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 you know, oh. Blank Day. Um, uh, yeah, Diversity, Diversity day. day. Diversity Day in season one. Is is that one or two? It's uh, one. One. That is such another great Chris example of a strong, uh, uh, you know... Um, uh, cringe factor yes. on the that was show. the second episode exactly. i mean they came out firing yeah. like you know but, so, but this is a whole different well it's still cringy yeah. another way there's uh you know later uh there's another season or two from now we've got michael pretending to be daryl at christmas you know that has its own <laughs> unique cringe <laughs> factor that has and, its own <laughs> you know, yeah thank god he doesn't do blackface yeah, yeah. <laughs> they had enough awareness by that point <laughs> They came close, man. Thankful. You know, and, and I mean, Thirty Rock was doing it right around the same time, so it, right. it, it was that was a pitfall that you could still fall into. Right. So, yeah. But it's um, this is a, a powerful episode. I do powerful. think it's a, great episode. it's a great episode. I agree with you guys. Like, there's no reason yeah. to skip it. You yeah. should watch. It's this. really not because there are moments that really show the heart of the show, that show the heart of the characters, and that show that yeah, why we watch The Office. And there's just so much funny stuff on the other end. Yeah. yeah, there there's so many added scenes that you think of, like the yup thing. I'd forgotten yep. that was from this episode. Uh-huh. Yep, Everybody exactly. loves that shit. Like there the whole Kevin, you know, delayed hay. Like uh-huh. that's classic. That is good. And it really when I was thinking about it, it, it kind of soothes the they kind of make they it, it soothes the other side of the story. Yeah. It makes you wait, okay, I can get through this. It's going to be okay. There's something very soothing and calming about it, not unlike the phone call that Jim gets from Wallace at the end, (laughs) where Dwight thought it was going to be a firing phone call. And sure enough, Wallace is heated when it starts. Sounds like go that way. But then he remembers like, oh, wait, this is my friend. This is a coworker I trust. And that's really the thing that I think we, we don't see in Dwight's plan that we may forget is that with limited exception, most of us don't just get walked out the door for a mistake. You know, yeah, no. you, you may have a talking to, you may even be put on a, on a probation or some kind mm-hmm. of review process at work. But typically, as long as you're doing your job decently, you get another chance. Mm-hmm. And that's really what Dwight was not was forgetting. Here. And, and he also failed to realize he didn't read the room from the previous episode with the chaos that's happening in the company. David Wallace doesn't have time to yeah. fucking uh-huh. like fuck around with his, his senior you know manager staff yeah exactly it's one branch in scranton if the branch ain't burning things are he's, fine he's yeah. got another he's got plenty of shit to deal with and That's a great jim's point. actually the one he's the manager he actually has confidence in i think you know as opposed to michael i mean michael to a degree but just from a competent level yeah you know and i like the splice that they do thank you for bringing that scene up again because i remember i didn't notice sort of watched it for the millionth time how 
you see it in real time how the conversation starts, and then you see it from Dwight's oh, perspective yeah. and him coming and getting the pen later. Yeah, tying it back to the previous scene. Yep. So yeah. they really are trying to make this a throughway. If it's yeah. a diabolical plan. Well, and then they really do, it'll really come into fruition later in Manager versus Salesman, which mm-hmm. is when we start to see that plan take shape. Uh, but I, I, I think in itself, that is a bit of a failed plot, but yeah. we'll talk about that here a little later this season. I mean, maybe that's what their ultimate plan was. Yeah, we'll talk about it. I don't know. Yeah. It, it, it seems like high stakes, but then you just realize it's whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Man, uh, right, great episode. Times. And yeah. uh, just like Wallace gave uh, uh, Jim another chance, we do think all of you should give Scott's Tots another chance. Uh, Give it another watch. You you might uh, find some stuff in it you liked. And give us another chance as many times as you can. Yeah. Go back, watch the old episode, listen to the old episodes. Uh, stay tuned. We've got plenty coming up. Uh, speaking of that, Jeff, will you come back and hang out with us again? Please? Sure, of course. Good. Great time. Thank and we will not wait fun. quite as long. Okay. We won't. And we we won't. Won't. Yeah. We'll let you watch a fun episode. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. We're going we're gonna to reward you for this okay, one. Okay, yeah. good. I feel fine. <laughs> I've earned it. You've earned it. And Brian, thank you. Thank you, sir. And I want to thank all of you for listening to the People, Person, Paper podcast. We've been so very happy to have you. And I do want to ask you one last question. Uh, before we go and of course that question is hey Mr. Scott what you gonna do the people person's paper podcast is an OLA ministries production the people person's paper podcast is produced by Hilton Price and Brian Sittler engineering by Hilton Price OLA ministries is owned and operated by OLA ministries LLC contact Hilton Price and Michael Zampino for more information